What is up, people? You are listening into New Generation Hero Talk. I am your host, EJ Stewart. We have a great show for you guys today. We will be talking about a newly titled Superman movie that we've all been anticipating coming out next year. Superman Legacy is now Superman. So that came as a bit of a surprise, and there was some uh, photos that were sent out, some that were official, some that were not, that we'll get into uh, a little bit later in the show, we'll also be talking about the future of, of Marvel television series and what they could look like, uh, according to Daniel RPK. The bigger, more heroes that maybe we've seen in the past, they expect maybe less of that and expect more street level characters moving forward. So don't expect to see a Scarlet Witch series anytime soon. So we'll give you guys uh, the latest on that as well. And, and we'll get into a bunch of other stuff throughout the course of this episode of Hero Talk. Joining me uh, are my co-hosts, starting with Shamari Stewart. Sham, I, I told you uh, over the weekend. You know, I don't know why I, I decided this for this to be the weekend, but I said, you know what? I'm a, I got to lock in. I got to really get into the Spider-Man Two game. I know the game's been out for a little bit, but and I'm a little slow to um, I'm slow to finish adventure games like that. You know, they, they're a little bit of a commitment. They take some time, and I'm not someone who sit there and play for five hours or whatever, or at least I don't, I try not to, if I can, I'm definitely too busy to, to do it at this point in my life anyway, but Sham, I, I know you finished the game. I'm, you know, getting really far ahead in the main story of the game. Uh, the story is phenomenal so far that I've seen. And I know a lot of people, some people I want to spoil it for anybody. Don't spoil it for me because I have not finished it yet, but you want to talk about an awesome experience. I mean, what Sony's doing with these Spider-Man games is, is revolutionary. Absolutely. Um, yeah, playing that game was a very, very special experience for sure. Um, I mean, one of my favorite, uh, easily one of my favorite Venom stories, um, mm. you know, and uh, yeah, it was just, you know, reminded me um, and look, you know, I know, I guess, you know, the Venom movie has its fans, but it reminded me why I like Venom. Right, like ah, yes, this is the Venom. <laughs> this is why I like Venom, and why Venom initially became so popular is because of because of you know this kind of portrayal, and it's just uh, you know and everything with Craven too. It was just, just so was awesome well done. Too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just it's really good. Just such such high quality, very very high quality game. Um, very, very excited for more games from Insomniac. Um, you know, I know they had the unfortunate leak from, or uh, basically like all their plans for the next, like however many years was leaked, but either way, I'm excited. I'm still going to buy whatever they make, you know, didn't ruin anything for me. I didn't engage in any of them. I don't want to hear any spoilers. I never looked them up. Um, but, um, but I am still excited for more content from them. I don't even remember what was in them leaks. <laughs> and maybe that's just a testament, maybe to just how we, like, as a society, we just move on from stuff. I mean, I'm like, I, you, I forgot the leak happened until you reminded me that the leak happened just, you know, 10 <laughs> seconds ago. So, uh, again, thank goodness that I, I don't really have much of a recollection of what's supposed to be coming out. I know they did have a pretty massive leak there, but I, I agree. I mean, the game that we do know that is coming out is Marvel's Wolverine. <laughs> Uh, that is going to be awesome too. I mean, now I'm oh, yeah. really excited to see how that's going to be, you know. So, uh, yeah, this game is fantastic. 
If you've not uh, checked it out yet, I'd suggest you go get the game if you're a big Spider-Man fan. If you're just a great video game fan. I think anybody could really enjoy it. And if you like stories, they tell incredible stories. I'm having a, an absolute blast with that. I'll let, we definitely have to have a bigger discussion about the story once I finish it. Hopefully, I'll finish it soon. I think I probably will. Um, but, yeah, this, that game is absolutely phenomenal. So happy to have Shamari on the show this week. Happy to have uh, Kendall on the show as in this week as well. Uh, Kendall, how are you feeling today? I know I saw one thing that you know was interesting that we talked about a little bit before the show. Speaking of Spider-Man, <laughs> maybe making this kind of a Spider-Man open here. Um, we're going to be having X-Men 97 coming out later this year, uh, later, very later this month as we record this on February 29th. So by the time you listen to this, it will be March 1st. The creator for the Spider-Man series from the 90s, uh, the Spider-Man, Spider-Man animated series, John Semper, he said that he is willing and ready to go if Marvel ever gives him the call to say that they want to do a Spider-Man, in this case, 94 show, uh, continuing that story that happened uh, way back in the 90s. Kendall, would you be in favor of something like that? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, look, the Spider-Man thing, I've seen some people calling it Spider-Man 98, because I guess that may have been where it ended. That would make more sense, uh, right? Yeah, I've seen some people say 94, yeah. i seen some people say 98, but yeah. Yeah. Um. But I, you know, either either way, you know, the idea of them bringing that back, you know, I think we talked about it a little bit last on our last show that when we talked about X Men ninety seven is that that's feels like the next step for Marvel when you make this Marvel animation division, um, you know, uh, such a creative idea. Obviously, coming up with a Marvel animation division, you know, one of a kind. Um, yeah, you know, when you make this Marvel animation division from Marvel Studios, <laughs> you create this, you know, this opportunity now for you to kind of create things that are separate from the MCU, you know, brand. And X Men '97 being the first thing that Marvel Studios has made that's really been clearly not MCU related. Um, and you wonder now is is are there going to be more shows like that? And is the first one going to be, or the second one rather, going to be? Uh, this X-Men or the Spider-Man uh, redo. Now, the thing that's hurting the Spider-Man show, one, obviously, they're making a new Spider-Man show. Right. Spider-Man, whatever they're calling it. It was freshman, freshman year. year. Freshman year, yeah. You know, I think they, they may be changing it to Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. If I'm not mistaken, they threw that out there. Um, so whatever it's called, um, they, you know, that show is coming out. I don't really think any, I'm not going to say nobody's excited about it, but excitement for that show is not the buzz, the buzz nearly as high as X-Men 97. It's not palpable. Yeah. It's not palpable because people saw what it was. I think people were excited by the concept. And then, you know, they started talking about it's not canon and it's got like these Elseworlds versions of Peter Parker and, you know, Daredevil and all these different characters. I'm like, this. I mean, it could be good, but it just feels like it's kind of a passion project sort of thing. So, uh, so it's not, the buzz is not palpable for that one. But you know what the buzz would be palpable for, for when it comes to Spider-Man, and we all know it. Spectacular Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the kind of elephant in the room where you say to yourself, if we could get a, a redo or a, a, a return of a Spider-Man show, I don't think there's anybody that's seen both of those shows that would rather get Spider-Man. Unless you're just like some super nostalgia you know, like I was born in ninety. <laughs> I mean, you guys would be the generation, even you guys are. Right. But like, still, yeah. 
Like, unless you yep. were born in your guy's generation, like, that's what you grew up on watching that every week, Saturday morning. And, like, that's that's just your favorite show. And you just want the nostalgia trip. Like, anybody that's watched those shows knows we don't need more the Spider-Man animated series. That show got a lot of episodes and a lot of storylines. We've seen almost every villain, and we had team-ups in that show. It's not like we didn't have... We had plenty of Freak of the Week or Hero of the Week team-ups in that show. Yeah, we've seen that almost show had, every... We had- Punisher, Blade, Daredevil, the X Men, uh, Iron Man, Captain America—like, uh, or maybe I don't know if Cap shows up. Like, Iron Man definitely shows up in the Secret Wars. Uh, I think Cap is in that show, or right. he's I, in I, one I of those think, shows. Yeah, Cap definitely is in X Men. Um, he has a Wolverine team up yeah. episode, but right. uh, but I think I think he might have also been in Spider Man too. But he was using a bunch of he was in a bunch. I mean now. It's, yeah, so what's the, so what and then now on the other on the flip side, Spider-Man Spectacular Spider-Man, beyond like while it did a great job with the Spider-Man ethos, like it didn't have the opportunity to bring in all the other characters. Like they could have, but they didn't really do that. Which we always talk about sometimes there's value in those characters and you not doing that and just building out your individual world before you start. And I think the other one did that as well, but it had so many seasons that eventually it branched out. So like wouldn't that be cool to then see those other characters showing up in Spectacular Spider-Man? Plus, obviously that story's not done. We know it's not done. So it's like that would have way more value. So I think while, you know, I'm not going to be upset if they add, uh, if they bring back Spider-Man, you know, from the 90s, I think most people would rather see Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, it's, it's, I will say this, Kendall. I mean, there are there are all those folks that exist. I mean, I've, I've, I've debated and argued with folks who will say that they, they prefer the 90s version over even Spectacular. Um because it's a great spectacular. I I think that a lot of them are stuck in the nostalgia trip, you know. Um, but if you ask everybody on this show, and I think you ask a, a lot of, you know, you know, I don't call them smartest Spider-Man fans, but I think Spider-Man fans who know better, I guess maybe it's a better word I would use. I think there's no question I'd prefer to see a continuation of the spectacular Spider-Man over the 90s Spider-Man. The 90s Spider-Man show got extremely weird uh, towards the end. Yes. Extremely weird. Yeah, um, it's very bizarre. As did all very those weird. Guys. And look, the X Men last X Men last season also got very true. weird too. Yeah, very true. <laughs> not as weird and not as unwatchable, but they both were pretty weird. The '90s Spider Man is just it, that last season. It's just like what what am I watching? Yeah. It got and EJ, weird. EJ, out I there. know you weren't a fan of the uh, the Madam Web uh, forced Madam Web inclusions. Yeah, and then we got Spider Man Unlimited. All right, that's the other thing too. It's technically Whoa. we did have a continuation of that Spider Man. People forget that. Spider Man Unlimited is technically supposed to be a continuation of True. the Spider Man animated series. Now, I didn't realize. What- yes, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say, I didn't realize. I was watching a video on Spider Man Unlimited like a couple months ago, and they talked about how the only reason that DC made Batman Beyond was because they felt they needed a, a react, like a thing to match up to Batman, to sit Spider Man Unlimited. So, honestly, so that busy. is the only legacy. That Spider-Man Unlimited has. Without it, we don't have Batman Beyond. Which is so bizarre because Spider-Man Unlimited was so terrible. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like the fact that like it pushed DC to to say we need to have an answer. They did something so much better than what Spider-Man Unlimited was. I mean, Spider-Man Unlimited was 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 hot garbage. It was it was <laughs> completely it was terrible. Um, and I know technically it's not you know a one for one. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, continuation. But it, it was yeah. no, wait a minute. Well, I was gonna say like a, a yeah, obvious yeah. like sequel. It sequel. Was great. It was kind yeah. of a soft reboot, but it came out 
the animated series ended in 98. And then this show made by Saban Entertainment, the same people that made Spider-Man, the animated series came out with this show. And it was, it, it was very much in the spirit of continuing that. It's like show. watching Planet Sheen. It's like watching Planet Sheen after watching Jimmy Neutron. You're like, I mean, this, I guess it's in the Jimmy Neutron world. It's not really, but like, we all know it's supposed to be Jimmy Neutron and, and like it's Sheen from the show in that universe, you know. They just don't yeah. reference Jimmy Neutron at all. Yeah, that, yeah, but this that show was garbage. But but I will say this. I I would I would I would be welcome to it. Like I think it would be cool if they continue continue the show, uh, the Spider Spider Man anime series in a correct way, not what we got Spider Man Unlimited. I, I agree though. I think that if they were gonna do anything, they should bring back uh uh Spectacular and look, Greg Weissman, as we now as we know, at least we know for now, isn't doing anything. No, he's not gotten a call from uh, James Gunn. Uh, stupidly, he's not gotten a call from James Gunn yet to continue another season of Young Justice. So I guess, you know, you would think that he'd be available. Though my question, I know Sony's supposed to be flushing out. I think they're also trying to flush out Spider-Man television series that they can do because they're trying to continue, keep that IP as long as they can. Uh, I'm, I don't know why they don't decide to say, hey, let's just bring this thing back. And maybe they will. Because it, it was take it was kind of, and I didn't expect this to be like a spectacular Spider-Man open, but like it was taken off Disney Plus kind of with no explanation recently, and yes. I was very upset about it because I was actually rewatching it because for like maybe the fifth time at this point in my life, but it was kind of randomly taken off, and there was really no explanation why. Uh, a lot of people were upset about it. So if you go to Disney Plus right now, Spectacular Spider-Man is actually not on there. I thought it was just Disney. Disney's been taking off a lot of stuff. All all these streaming services have been doing crap like this. So I think a lot of people just chalked it up to streaming service bull crap. But this maybe is something different. Maybe it's something more. You know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, if Sony really did want to flush out the IP, it would be smart to actually continue that show because there's a, there are a lot of folks online who who would run to a new season of Spectacular Spider Man. And I think we're seeing now with like the success of Echo and I think the excitement for X-Men 97 and what I think will be uh, a lot of excitement for Daredevil as well. I think these people are realizing, hey, man, like, you know, sometimes you got to give the people what they want. We talk about that on the show all the time. You know, shout out to Jalen Rose. Like the people want to see the continuation of some of these stories and some of these things. Like you don't have to always say, hey, we want to create something new. That's us. That That's our identity sometimes just give the people what they want so i don't know it could be something that maybe they should just consider but i i did think you find it interesting that uh you know that at least was being talked about doing a spider-man 98 slash 94 i i think it'll be fun if how do you guys it. feel about the idea that like like maybe the 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 counterpoint being do we need another show in that same generation like, yeah generation because we're going back 20 20 25 years at this point and some of these shows like, I don't think needed like I think like I'll be honest I I think X Men ninety ninety seven I would have made it like X Men O two like I think right. some of these shows actually well I guess X Men's only one well yeah, well if we count like the live action stuff we talked about Echo and and Daredevil but some of these shows I think it's ninety seven be the one I think they would have benefited actually advancing uh the story much further um right I know some of it with Young Justice was by not by choice, but I think Young Justice doing those time jumps actually helped the show. I don't know. I found trying to piece together what had happened 
in the five years that we didn't see. Um, I found that almost as fun as watching yeah, the story. The episodes themselves. They adapted to it. They they adapted to it as well as anybody I've ever seen. You know, like I, I think long term, you could argue did it hurt? Like you know, because now you have all these different characters and whatnot, and you're doing all this new stuff. But like, but the story is as good as you know. Like you said, it's probably better than if you just stay stagnant. And right, because because you because you get because you, you get more. It, I don't want to say more development, but kind of right. Like, like you're, you're advanced, this, you know. You're, yeah, your story is more advancement in stories because you've, you've yeah. been forced to advance the story, right? So, um, yeah. and then and they the did such a good job to, with like the plant seeds with certain things, and then see them right. actually grow. How many shows do we see plant seeds and you never see it? Because like, yeah, that's, that's five years down the line. And it's like, right. we, I mean, we haven't gotten to the to the Damian Wayne thing, but they've already planted that, you know, in that last season. Right. So it's like, next time we they do another five year time jump, he's going to be training with Rashad right. Bull. He'll, he'll guys. probably he'll probably be nine at that point, and you know, <laughs> he'll probably be eight or nine years old, right? And you actually see him now talking and walking and probably being probably being an a hole because that's what like Damian the proud family is the interesting one because like, and I know that's that's obviously a super comedic show, but like that's a show that they just. Ripped, they just brought back, and we're like, "Yeah, it's 2023 now." Like, yeah. and like we have social media and all that stuff, but like, they're all the same age as they were, right? They <laughs> in ages, 2004, yeah. so it's the same show, like, but it's a different, kind of like, different show. Kind of like Rugrats is kind of the same way too, right? But Rugrats, right. like obviously, mm-hmm. they're still babies, you know. And they, didn't, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't, the show is not. It's like a reboot. It's, yeah, it's not written like it's the 90s yeah. though. We're not doing all grown up again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Thank God. <laughs> so. Um, but so the Spider Man thing was interesting, man. Like I, I would love to see them do a Spider Man ninety eight, but again, if they did actually want to bring back any Spider Man show, the one to bring back, I agree, is a spectacular Spider Man. Again, CJ Stewart, Kendall, Shamari, whole crew's here, plenty to talk about on Hero Talk today. And let's begin the show talking about Superman. So one, let's begin with that. Title change. Uh who saw that coming? So we've been talking about this movie, Superman Legacy, for a year, that is the title that James Gunn had uh, presented when he announced the movie. It would be the first movie in the DCU that he was creating. And now we got from James Gunn, uh, we were recording this on Thursday, and we were in later earlier today, uh, we got one, um, the announcement that uh, photography has indeed began, principal photography has began on Superman. Um, so that movie is now officially shooting which is crazy he also noted that it was a uh, superman's birthday or to do it on february 29th so superman is now officially shooting number one number two he also posted this on instagram a picture of the logo um which we had been hearing a ton that it was going to be perhaps inspired by kingdom come and that appears to be true to some degree so we got a picture of the logo we got uh, the title of the movie um, that is now changed. That is no longer Superman Legacy, but now Superman. Uh, movie uh, set to come out July 2025. And then this piece of it, not from James Gunn, was a leak that came out via Eddie Brock. And no, I don't mean the actual Eddie Brock, who was a, uh, who was, of course, the Venom, Venom uh, character, I guess someone who goes by the name Eddie Brock. Of course, that's probably not their real name. But uh, via Eddie Brock on Twitter, we got a photo of David Corrinsweet, who's playing Clark Kent slash Kal-El Superman. 
we got him in the full costume. So uh, the picture that I'll try to describe to you as best as I can, but I'm sure you guys have already seen it. If you haven't, just go look it up. It's definitely out there. A um, couple of notes. Very old school. Uh, it's very old school. It's uh, He's wearing tights. Um, he's got the, the swiggle hair, the old school style hair. Um, it is very much inspired to me by, in my opinion, um, the Christopher Reeve Superman costume. So you got tights, you got the squiggle hair, uh, you got the costume. It's funny, the yellow pops a lot more in the photo that was posted by Eddie Brock, <laughs> which is kind of funny because Eddie Brock was, I guess, a uh, technically a photographer <laughs> in the Super Spider-Man, of course, universe. Uh, yellow pops on the, on the logo. Uh, Corn Sweat looks brolic. Like he looks, he looks ripped for sure. But uh, I, I definitely get an old school vibe from this suit. Um, I think if you're a fan of the tight, the trunks, then you'll be very happy. You got the, you got the trunks in this one uh, over the long tights. But I want to ask my guys here, a lot happening with Superman. Um, Shamari, where do you want to take this first? Uh, with title change, uh, where, where the, the, the fact that it's already shooting and then the, the suit that we have from Corn Sweat. Uh, how are you feeling? Uh, uh, still feeling good about the movie for sure. Um, you know, I definitely think, uh, I definitely think seeing corn sweat as, as Superman, I mean, it looks, uh, looks good. You know, I, I definitely, you can definitely see he bulked up for sure, but you know, he's not like, you know, super jacked. He doesn't look like, you know, justice league animated Superman, um, quite, so, I mean, he's looking good. I, I mean, I, I definitely like the look. He has, like, the uh, the kind of, you know, the underwear kind of thing going on. Um, so that is definitely pretty classic. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see more. I like the, like the tease uh, image we got. Um, I don't know why the title change was necessary, but... It's it's fitting. I feel like if it was, if there was, I don't know what the meaning was behind it. it all we can do is speculate. Um, but I, but you know, to me, it's fitting. You know, just Superman. That's, you know, that's more than enough. It's enough to get people to see the movie. If you don't need to make a long title, there's no need to make a long title. Um, and it's and it's iconic. You know, so it's the movie. Um. And, you know, so if the movie ends up doing really well, then it's, then people are having the debates about which Superman movie is better, the original Superman or this one. So, I mean, it's, it is, uh, I think it's fitting. I, I definitely think it's fitting and, um, you know, just definitely doesn't do anything to quell my excitement for sure. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about it. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it gets me excited for whenever we get the first trailer. Kendall, how you how you feeling about this? We got again new suit, new title, movie shooting. Of all the things we have here, what 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 stands out to you the most? Um, I think the title. Um, mm. I mean, you know, the suit is, uh, you know, obviously assuming it's real. Um, there was the official kind of teaser look at it. Um. And then we had the the set photo, um, you know. The, I mean, it looks like Superman. 
Um, and again, I, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see if that ends up being, being how it looks or if that's just kind of an early look or like, <laughs> yeah, that you joke DJ, you know, this world of AI and whatnot. Yeah, the, man, the word AI, I'm, I am curious if this is indeed real. That, that, this, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, cause anybody, you know, I, cause I haven't seen too many like super, uh, I haven't seen too many people sending it out. And I don't know. Sometimes with set photos, there's a legality part of that where it's like, yeah, you know, this part of it was like, I think, oh, you know, and these people probably don't want to, um, they probably don't want to piss off DC. Piss right. Off yeah. Gun, for no like, reason. Yeah. Elite photo. That's part of the reason why I think maybe he's not making the rounds on the usual trades right. or usual, even like school. Cause even Deadpool. Watch. Deadpool uh, set photos weren't like I mean the Wolverine one was but like generally speaking like a lot of the spoilery stuff that may or may no, not yes. have, we've seen like it's not that's not stuff that's like generally just being reposted everywhere because yeah, like exactly first of all it's like why would you you know unless you're one of mm-hmm. these you know burner accounts that has nothing to lose and it's just right, spoil yeah, the yeah. movie it's like who who cares man but yeah like shout um, out to Brandon Davis but like he don't need to post the Superman he he like he's good he don't need to post right. All right, exactly. Like, Whether he posts it or not, he'll need he'll need the engagement. Right, right exactly. Um, and so, Shout out to him, by the way, I actually met him in Superman, Super Bowl, but he was a cool dude. I, I mean, yes, met him in that he liked my Hitman, Brett the Hitman heart sweater, and <laughs> shouted me out while he was uh, doing his shot, and I was doing mine. So, so Brandon, <laughs> if you're listening to this somehow, shout out to you. That was uh, that was the same uh, that was the same event where. Uh, you got to see the Cody Crybabies in action, EJ? Yes, yes. I got to see the... Uh, well, look, I was basically one of them. Okay? I, was, I, was, I don't know, care what the Rock said. You're anti-Rock? Uh, I, yeah, oh, yeah, no, I'm anti-Rock, man. I'm all, I'm all on the Cody Rhodes bandwagon. So, yeah, if Rock was called Cody Crybabies, then so be it. Though, I will say this heel Rock that is back right now has been also awesome. So. Oh, oh, yeah. Really excited yeah, for wrestling. Crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy um, time in wrestling, crazy time in, in life at this point. The rock, <laughs> the, rock, the, rock, the rock's more involved with WWE than Mr. Man. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> what year is it, man? It's crazy. I know. Yeah, um, it is legit crazy. But uh, but no, yeah. I mean, this 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 is a going in general though. I, I'm more excited about the name of the Superman movie because and we had all been talking about this as Superman Legacy, and we really didn't know what that meant. Um, and Superman mm-hmm. obviously doesn't mean anything, but it does make it seem like. Like, this is just a kind of, not cut and dry, but like, you know, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's an origin movie, but it's our origin to the to this character and this version in this universe. It's, it's simple in the same way Iron Man is just Iron Man, you know, and that's the first movie in the, in the MCU. And it feels like a mid-2000s origin, superhero origin movie in that sense. And so, um, you know, I mean, like, we haven't, uh, I don't believe had a, a Superman movie entitled Superman. Um, you know, we've had Superman the movie and Superman two or whatever, you know, but like um the Man of Steel, but like we haven't had just Superman, Superman Returns. So, yeah, and obviously Superman Returns as well. So um I think whereas, I like, think Batman I know we well, I know technically technically I guess tech, I guess technically this was Superman the movie, but I think people probably also refer to that as Superman. Right, exactly. Like that one, <laughs> it feels like a callback to that. Right. But like legally speaking, you know, or like in terms of like not trademarks, but like just in terms of, you know, what they can call it. It's kind of like the Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad. Like same name, but it's not, you know, it's interesting. But 
Um, but no, yeah, I mean, this, I, I, I just thought that that was interesting because it, 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 it has sort of an old school feel to it. It's not all the smoke and mirrors. We don't got to tell us who the villain is and all that. And not some sort of civil war or some sort of end game or something like dramatic. It's just, uh, it's just Superman. And that's what we came to see. Yeah. yeah. I, and look, I, I think it's weird. I, I'm torn on the title change. Because on the one hand, uh, I like the name Superman Legacy. I, I thought it was a good name. So I thought it was a cool title. I thought it sounded like a Superman title. I feel like that could have been the name of a Superman comic book, a Superman graphic novel, a Superman animated movie. Like it just, I was like, oh, that's that's a good name. I was like, whoever came up with that is, is that, that's a good name. But the reason why I think it probably was right to change it is for a couple reasons. Number one. It's, I think it's going to be, I know Superman was already in the title of the first one, but still, I honestly, I think the simpler, the better. I think people, I think especially super, these, uh, these, these superhero movies and superhero movie companies, I think, I think sometimes they're getting, they're kind of reinventing the wheel with some of these names and I don't think they need to, um, especially because trying to decipher what is from what universe, what is from this universe, like. You got Superman, man. That is the name as recognizable as it gets. You don't need to really dress it up with anything else to confuse people, make people unsure what it is. So I think just simplifying it is probably the smartest thing you can do as long as you're not losing a lot from not be having a name Superman Legacy. The second part of it, though, is we don't know much about this uh, this plot other than some of the things James Gunn has talked about and some of the rumors we've heard. But when I hear when I when you put Superman, I hear the word legacy. That leads me to a couple of things. Either we're going to learn a lot about Krypton, or we're going to learn or be introduced to someone like Jonathan Kent. And, and I mean Jonathan Kent. I mean young Jonathan Kent, not old Jonathan Kent. I mean, you know, super Superboy essentially. Which I don't think either of those are happening. I, I know, like I don't, I don't think that we're going to have. Uh, the birth of, a, of of Superman's son here, though I guess maybe I could be wrong, or, or Lois being pregnant or anything like that. And, I mean, James Gunn been pretty clear that he kind of doesn't really want to do a lot of the origin Krypton stuff, which I say, great. Like, I think that it's great that he's doing that, and I think that a lot of these movies have leaned on a lot of that as a crutch, quite frankly. Um, So, well, I don't want to say a crutch, because, like, Zack Snyder did it well. But, like, but it is so... The Superman origin is so like it's so iconic, and in some ways, I think it's it, it, it's so well it's so well served to be in something like a movie that I think a lot of people want to make sure they have those scenes in it. But to like say, hey, look, like what Superman deals with in Metropolis alone and on Earth is enough. Like you can flesh out like Clark Kent, and we don't have to be so obsessed with Kal El. And I actually think that this is what James Gunn is going to be doing. I feel like what I'm hearing, that's where he's going. So if that's the case, then I don't know where the legacy part comes in. I don't know if legacy comes in with his family or with his son or legacy with his, his past in Krypton. Um, we don't know who the villain is yet. There's rumors that it might be Brainiac. Maybe that could somehow connect the legacy a little bit, but I don't know. The, the, the legacy title never really made sense to me given what we had heard, though we've heard so little. Yeah, I mean, I was wondering about that too. Um, 
and then and the thing that I pointed out that stood out to me is there's so many also so many other characters in this, right? Um, like where's the legacy? Right, like Mr. Where's Terrific, the like like why, like what, what is, how does he fit into that? And, <laughs> no, like, and like, Green, Green Lantern and all this stuff is like yeah, where's the Gardner? legacy? Like Superman legacy is like this is I don't even know how much of this is just about Superman. Right, this is like so, Superman, yeah. Superman Unlimited, like Justice League. Unlimited. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know, so, you know, so it's, I really think just calling it Superman, like you said, simplifying it, you know, people aren't asking legacy. What's that? What, why, why is it called legacy? Was it, you know, there's less questions. It's just yep. Superman. You're just going to see Superman. Yeah. Right. And like, again, like, I think the simpler, the better, you know, they're in like, again, it's just talking to folks who don't follow this as close as I do. Like, and we do like people, the superhero explosion has is confused people. Like people don't know why this movie, Superman movie, is coming out again. Why didn't they continue it with the other guy? Like these things aren't like it's very easy for us to understand. We follow so closely, but a lot of people really don't. So I, I think the simpler you can do things, the better. So it, it, it seems like a small thing, but I think changing the name is just Superman. Like there is no question about like what this movie is, what it's about. Um, and even suggesting, I also think when you add a title, a subtitle to a movie, it usually now because people don't want to just do something two or something three. A lot, for a lot of folks, it's just it's a sequel too. So, which this is not a sequel. This is the beginning of something. So you don't need a subtitle. Like just name it whatever you want. So I don't know. I I think that that made that made sense to do it like that. So I thought the title change was interesting. I I again I, I think Superman Legacy is a good name. So that part of it. A little disappointing, but I think it made sense to go this way. And how many, how many of the titles that we should like? What was the last time we had a, su- a superhero movie that you thought had like a? I know it's not a topic that we t- think about that we thought had like that, that title is incredible. Like just in terms of what it meant after seeing the movie, you know, just like just like a perfect title for a superhero movie. I don't remember the last time like because like you've had a great ideas. Like I mean again. Captain America Civil War like sounds great and it ended up being a great movie, but you know, still elements of it where you're like, that's it's not totally Civil War, you know, and like again, the Winter Soldier is a great, great, but those are also like those are just great movies, so that helps. But like like Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Rings is a good that's a good title, but I don't think it's like transformative. That could have been and just so, Shang-Chi. It could have been just like, Shang-Chi. That title could have just been Shang-Chi and that would have been fine. Right. And so um, it's like sometimes do we yeah. do too much? In, mm-hmm. in 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 these in these movies, sometimes I also think it's because some of these characters that we're seeing have had three or four movies now, or it's like you can't just do uh, right Hulk. You know, if you do Hulk, right. I, 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 do, I think Hulk. that's why. Yeah, I think that's why this was called Superman Legacy. I really think that. Right. I, I think that's why because the fact that they they when they made the change, they changed it to the Superman. I assume it's because they didn't want to confuse it with the Christopher Reeve Superman or make or make any kind of indication that. And look, maybe there was also confusion from their part, or at least concern about confusion that people would think that this is a sequel of that Superman uh, being right. called the same name. Like maybe people thought that. Though again, I, it, maybe you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. But I, I think that again, going this way was the correct way. But yeah, I mean, you know, we had Batman begin. Like as much as like I love the Nolan sequels, like the Nolan movies, rather the trilogy. Those names aren't great. <laughs> you know, yes. Uh, Batman Begins, eh, it's not a great name. Um, 
The Dark Knight. Okay, a little better maybe. Dark Knight Rises right. definitely not a great name at all. Right. After watching that movie, like you know, so like sometimes again, keeping it as simple as you can. Sometimes that works. It, it sucks for some of these movies because like you know you can't do Spider Man one, two, and three. I guess we technically already had a Spider Man one, two, and three, but. I feel the statute of limitations on doing just Superman ended. Like the Superman first movie came out in 1978. You should be allowed to do another movie just called Superman. Can't believe that Fox was like, they did Fantastic Four. It was shaky. Then like eight years later, like, you know what? We're coming out with Fantastic Four 2015. <laughs> and now it's like we always have to cut, we always have to preface when we talk about Fantastic Four like uh, the twenty fifteen one not not the not the original where it's like the original one yeah, like, now we have, a, and now we have the, a third now we have a third Fantastic Four movie that we got the right you know I see people I see people talking calling it the Fantastic Four so well, maybe that's you know I guess Marvel may put that in the in the press release or whatever but like even then it's like. Not very, uh, <laughs> not very differentiating in that sense. I don't no, know if you guys saw, um, uh, Homeboy that's playing Mr. Terrific is like Rollick right now. Uh, like, he, yeah, I saw he posted something about that. I didn't yeah, even he see posted, it. He posted himself, he's, he's in phenomenal shape. Uh, I never thought of Mr. Terrific is a guy that had to be this Brolic, <laughs> but um, but he's putting in the work, <laughs> Me neither. So, so I do have to, so it's I a lot bigger than he was in X Men. Yeah, bigger he was next man, bigger than uh, next man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Darwin, the character that his power was he couldn't die and then he died. <laughs> yeah, <that's>... <laughs> right, <laughs> like, that was man. <laughs> that movie's awesome, but like you want to talk about a crazy plot hole? <laughs> you make a character, <laughs> you you make a character where his power is he can't die and then he and he dies. That that's that that's crazy, but yeah, no, he looks uh, this he looks great. Shout out to uh, Edie, Edie uh, Gath yeah, I mean, he is he's just jacked right now. I mean, this guy is definitely superhero costume ready. Um, and when we talk about these other characters, that are gonna be a part of this. That's that's the part of it that is uh, I'm excited for, but I don't know what to make of. You know that that like we'll have Mister Terrific in this movie. Like what? Like and it's Mister Terrific. Like they're not saying he's playing the guy's name. Like you know, oh, a guy who's gonna be Mister Terrific. That's not how it's been described. At least that's not how it was initially. I, I want to see why Mister Terrific and why Hawk Girl is in this movie. <laughs> why is Guy Gardner like like? Yes. I, I love that they're expanding that he's already like. And Gunner said that there are he, any person that he's putting in is a very intentional reason. It's not just a do it because oh this person's gonna get a spinoff movie or whatever it just feels like and it's not like i can ever see superman having to encounter these people but the account of them all in one story seems very odd and very random yes um and again the title thing goes back to james gunn's wheelhouse with guardians of the galaxy just being guardians of the galaxy Peacemaker just being Peacemaker. And now the it's like it's just squad. Superman being Superman. And, 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 yeah, and the all, Suicide Squad. And the Suicide Squad, 100%. Like, he couldn't call it Suicide a movie Squad. That really, a movie that really probably needed a different name that he that he did not. Yeah, it's 100%. Like, <laughs> three so years later. To do. The exact same name. Yeah. Um, people are like, is this the same movie? Is this a reboot? Is this the same universe? We still really I, don't know. Like, I, 
I think the, <laughs> I think the thing I hate most. I think if I had to think of what was the most annoying superhero conversation I had with novices who asked me about superhero stuff, I think that that would be my that would probably be in the, at least in the top three. <laughs> Having is that, is what, to the first one? What the deal is with the Suicide Squad movie? And we we all kind of still don't know. I don't know if we ever really got an idea whether or not it was a sequel or a reboot. Um, so that makes <laughs> it tough too. I don't I don't have a I don't have a great answer. <laughs> if you ask me, I don't have a great answer for them. Yeah. Like, I mean, there are definitely like things from the first movie that like there's nothing nothing story story wise in the first movie that you need to know. But like the characters are the same characters from that movie. They're just in a better movie in this one, um, and they they they're given much better material. But also, there's a lot of different characters in this one, and they don't reference anything from the first one. So I guess it could be a reboot, but like no one really knows. It's not an origin, so it's hard. So that makes it tricky too. Like if it was an origin, that would make it very obvious that okay, this is a reboot. But it's just there's no origin story. What's most interesting about like it just being called Superman is like you mentioned because there's all these other characters. Like usually a movie that's just called Shang Chi just has Shang Chi. It's, it's, con- it's very contained. You know? Yeah, it's very contained in that sense. And so when you mm-hmm. say this is just Superman, you're expecting just Smallville 2.0 or Man of right. Steel 2.0, and you end up getting you know it seems like three, three you know, Justice League characters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to watch Justice League Unlimited, like. You know, it's like, wait a minute. This I thought this was just Superman and right. Super roles in this thing. Like, what, what's that about? So, um, that's interesting. I don't. Again, I don't think that it's like a. I don't think it's gonna kill them, but it's just not. It's not conventional, uh, to say the least. It's not. It's not at all. I want to move on. I want to talk, uh, Sham, about this uh, Marvel Studios rumors that's coming out from Daniel RPK. So shout out to him. So this first one that I think is really interesting. Uh, he's saying that you know moving forward, and we've heard a lot of of it. What sounds like Bob Iger's distaste for Marvel Studios Television, to be quite honest, right now, and we know they're going to be slimming down a lot of their content. It's going to be a lot more movies they're going to be focused on as opposed to TV shows. Now, Day RPK is saying that the future shows we'll be seeing from Marvel Studios that goes on Disney Plus will focus on the street level characters as opposed to the bigger characters that we've seen show up in some of these uh, uh, TV shows. Again, I mentioned the top of the show, WandaVision being one of the main ones that I think about as a, as a show that was not a, a street level uh, show, obviously um, secret invasion dealt with aliens. So that's definitely not street level either. Um, so those kind of shows you probably won't see really on Disney plus anymore, but you will see, uh, more of your echoes and Daredevil re- uh, born agains. Uh, I know there is also reporting that there may be a uh, uh, White Tiger series, a female White Tiger series, uh, Tiger series that's being uh, created as well. Now there will be some exceptions. Apparently, uh, a planned Wiccan show and a Vision Quest show. Uh, those shows apparently are still going to uh, move forward, but for the most part, uh, we're going to be dealing with more uh, street level stories. So. Uh, stay on that sham first before we get to the second part of this. What do you make of of that decision from Marvel to stick with street level characters for TV? I mean, I think it's a good decision. Um, it makes sense. They definitely should be. Um, I, I again don't know if this is a Faye decision. I hope it is, but 
excuse me. But either way, it's definitely a good decision, I think. Uh, those were um, Daredevil and Punisher are still the best Marvel television I've seen, period. Mm. So, <laughs> you know, more of that content is certainly what we should be getting. Uh, that's the highest quality of Marvel TV we've gotten to this point. And I'll throw Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in there as well, but especially Daredevil and Punisher. That's like the bar. They set the bar, in my opinion. They have still, to this day, set the bar. They don't so. set the bar, Shamari. They are they the bar. They are the bar. <laughs> Another W. Yeah, shout Sheamus. out to Cesaro and Sheamus. <laughs> um, uh, but that's true, too. So it's it's one of those things where just a good decision. I don't know who made the decision or a decision had to be made for somebody, but it was a good decision. And, um, and, you know, I think, I think it'll result in better shows uh, that we see. Why do you, how do you feel about it, Kendall? What do you think about the street level characters being the focus moving forward on Marvel television? So I, I feel like I'm going to go with an unpopular opinion here, but I don't know if this is, I'm not gonna say it's not a good idea because okay. I, you know, I agree. I think Shamari makes a great point in that, like, yes, those shows have been generally better than, mm. you know, even something like, I mean, for me, like, I know this wasn't a groundbreaking show, but like Hawkeye, in my opinion, was one of the better Marvel Disney Plus shows that we've had. Um, I agree. And Echo obviously leans in that direction as well. And, and it's, you know, one of the three or four better ones that we've had as well. Um, so it's like, I, you know, in that sense, like, you know, it's not like, it's not a bad thing, but. Um, I just think for me, I don't know if that's the problem, and I don't know if it's necessarily Marvel is saying that that's the problem by doing this. They may just be doing this because it's maybe it's more cost effective, maybe it's just story wise, it just makes more sense. They want to go in that direction. We've heard about the rumored, you know, back and forth between Marvel and Sony over Feige wanting to make Spider Man's upcoming movie more street level, and Sony wanting to continue the sort of no way home grand scale event type of Spider-Man movie. Um, so it's like, maybe this is just the direction Kevin Feige wants to go with a lot of Marvel stuff, which we've talked about, and I've talked about in the show a lot about Marvel needs to maybe ground itself a little bit more after coming off of Endgame, you know, instead of trying to upscale everything, which they're continuing to do with the Secret Wars thing, you know, that post-Secret Wars, they should hopefully try and descale things back a bit and focus on making better stories than just, like, you know, every movie being a planet ending, galaxy ending, you know, level event. Um, so there could just be that. But I think for me, I think when I think about like the future that I would have done with Disney Plus, for example, um, Bob Iger is 100% right where he, when he talks about, you know, there being, you know, there may have been some over, overspending and some, 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 uh, so some too too much volume on Disney Plus in terms of the amount of projects. We talk about it all the time. A lot of these shows didn't have to be made. A lot of the shows coming out don't necessarily have to be made. Like Wonder Man is an admirable concept, but nobody was really asking for it. Um, you know, and, and you know, you mentioned Vision Quest and a Wiccan show. We're already getting Agatha. Isn't Agatha whatever it's called? Darkhold Diaries, Covenant Chaos, House of Harkness. Isn't that show? <laughs> going to introduce isn't that the Wiccan show why do we need another another Wiccan show like I like I mean unless that character is super popular but 
then you run into the echo thing where it's like you're gonna make a show off a character. We don't know if that character's even popular yet. And you're already telling us we're getting a show with Wiccan? Yeah, I assume I don't he's need, gonna I don't be popular. Need, I, I don't need either of those shows. I'm gonna be honest. I don't need right. either of those shows. Vision Quest nobody in, in a movie. The the Vision Quest show has the same exact problem this Agatha show has in that it's coming out five years too late. Mm. WandaVision, the, the the WandaVision hype came and went the second Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness came out, and we were like, this movie even connected to WandaVision? It feels so totally different. And so, like, now, like, the all the steam that they built from that WandaVision momentum, like, if Agatha would have came out in 2021, you know, or 2022, like, yeah. you could have had a shot with that show. But with that show now coming out, like, maybe 2024, probably 2025, if it gets pushed back, like, that's a nightmare for, like, in terms of, like, people aren't going to care about that show anymore. It'll be five years, six years after it came out, or four years after it came out, after we saw Agatha. So, Vision Quest, I mean, now we're talking 2025, 2026 at the earliest, and nobody even cared about White Vision that much. A lot of people were just confused. They're like, okay, I don't know what the deal is. He just flew off, and we're not going <laughs> to see him again. And, yeah. you know, so it's like, and then we don't see him for six years, and we're going to... We're gonna be satisfied. We're gonna be, oh, I'm glad we finally got the answer to White Vision. Like no one's gonna care at that point. So I, I just think again. I think they now again. Where I add my devil's advocate is like, imagine if we could have gotten. We're we're talking about expediting the X Men, for example. Like, why wouldn't we get Disney Plus shows around X Men characters? Like that would be way more popular than Vision Quest or even like White Tiger or another Iron Fist show. Like a show with Gambit. It's going to do way better than a show with with White Tiger, you know, a show with Jubilee yeah. or or Dazzler. You can do a Dazzler show, and that probably do better than any of these. You know, if you cast the right like musician that's like has a big following, like you got, you're not going to get Taylor Swift, but you cast like Olivia Rodrigo or somebody like that, or Billie Eilish, <laughs> Dazzler, you're probably going to make crazy money. Like there are better ideas that you can do for to to make a Disney Plus show with like X Men characters and characters that you got from the Fox properties. That they're just not being creative, and it's like they're talking about they want to expedite the X Men, but then they don't. But yet they still want to come out with Wonder Man. Like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I get that part, and you know, when I think about the X Men, first of all, like, like I, I would really love the idea that like we could see some of these characters in TV shows before we see them in movies. Because to me, like, wouldn't it be dope to see like. Again, like you mentioned a Jubilee, or I mentioned like a Shadow Cat, or I think like an like Iceman. Like think of just like one of those yes. characters going like in, on an adventure, uh, prior to their time with the X Men, discovering their powers, maybe doing whatever, and then at the end of the show, like they find you know Charles Xavier. Charles Xavier, you know, finds them, and you know Charles yes. Xavier bails them out, or Charles Xavier says, you know, hey, you know, I have a school for for youngsters like you, like you know, like that, like how dope would that be? You know, like that would be fire. So. So I definitely love that idea that they would do that. I don't know if they plan to do that. It'd be like Miss Marvel. They'd like doing Miss Marvel again, and that did well. True. True. And that's just no. like I, do Miss Marvel except right. yeah. without it being but, the Captain but, but Marvel, make, it's the X-Men. Yeah, yeah make it Iceman. <laughs> do that same story, but make it Iceman. Make it Jubilee or make it Shadow Cat. You know, make it Rogue. Like, yeah, you could do that exact same thing, that exact same story, you know, and just you know, piece in their storylines. Um, and it would be awesome. It'd be so cool. But yeah, I don't know what Marvel's really thinking in terms of X Men because we we know so little. 
But um, now granted, not to, not to control for a yeah. granted, like the X Men are grounded, so it's not to say the X Men aren't grounded or they can't be street level, but it's just like I just don't want it to be like this idea where we need all these power, all these characters that are like rated R, gritty, you know, yeah, not, yeah, 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 no, yeah, 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 not 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 you know these gaudy powers, pretty simple powers or no powers at all, like right. Punisher, Daredevil, Echo, like. You know, right. I, I'd rather it be. You know, I'd rather you like. I'm not saying you got to again. You don't got to go crazy with it, but you don't. There ha- doesn't have to be an embargo on superpowered people on Disney Plus because you know Secret Invasion didn't work. It's like Secret Invasion didn't work because of a lot of reasons that had nothing to do with the powers. It was, yeah. it was just, you know, Moon Knight didn't work for a lot of reasons that didn't have to do with the powers. And I guess Moon Knight technically is street level as well. And it didn't feel right. like it a lot of the movie, but like or a lot of the show. But yeah, that's that's just my quick tangent. Yeah, no, I think I think you make a fair point. Now, look, I think to Shamari's point, and I think I agree. Like, look, a lot of the the, the best shows have been the ones that have been more street level. Because at the end of the day, when we watch television, I mean, yeah, you do have your, some of your shows that are a little more fantastical, like uh, you know, Game of Thrones, for example, or things like that. But I think a lot of shows you watch are usually more grounded because they don't have the budget to do the fantasies type stuff. So. I I would love to see them decide. Yeah, you know we're gonna have TV shows be the street level stuff, because um, Netflix already showed you the blueprint. Again, I don't know why some of these things places feel like they gotta do something different just for the sake of showing they do something different. Like you, they should, should be taking what Netflix did and just continuing it. Like just do another, do more Jessica Jones, do more Luke Cage, you know, do Iron Fist correctly. Like I don't know, like that stuff we would we would enjoy. You know, I think that. There's still other characters that they could explore that, that haven't been explored yet. So there's other me on the bone too, like like a white tire, which it seems like they want to try to try to do. So I, I like it. I think that it makes sense. Um, I do hope that they do. Again, it seems like they're willing to make some exceptions, and I hope that continues. I don't want them to just say, okay, we're not, like there's a good idea to, that you know for something that maybe doesn't work for television, but which should be work for movies, but could work for television that they don't do it because they're like, well, we're only doing you know street level stuff. But but I, I do think that it's it's a it's it's a noble idea, um. I, I and I think when I see when I see them say oh street level stories, I, I also hope that they get out of this whole thing of just trying to do genres. Like again, like um you know, the the whole thing with oh we're doing this uh She Hulk show to be a law comedy, which was again I like She Hulk and I will defend She Hulk. That wasn't the issue it for it at all for me. But like you shouldn't be trying to check boxes. Just do good right. shows. Time travel show, law show, yeah. this show, that show. It's like like you said, just <laughs> even if they feel they're the same show, like oh, the Netflix shows are all the same genre and they're all great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're all the same genre and nobody says, Oh, yeah. I wish they did, you know, a show that was different than these other like no, we just watched them and they were good. Yeah. Exactly. There's no need for any of that. Now, I, I, not to go back to the same thing I was talking about, but I, and we've said it before. My dream for for how I would do the X Men is to, uh, if if they had like, uh, <laughs> if they had like a, a Marvel, if they had like a, a, a an X Men show that was sort of like what Gen V is for the boys, where it's like this group of heroes, these like kids or whatever that are going to some school. It's like a, it's supposed to be, I guess, it's supposed to be a ripoff of of, of the X Men um, in that sense. But like, if they had a show like that. That lived in a world where the X Men were like the the like the the movie characters that we get. 
kind of like the mm-hmm. Avengers, but like mm-hmm. the, you know, you may get an Avenger or two, you may get an X Men or two in that show that are teachers and whatnot, but like this, it's not really about them. You know, Professor X probably have to be in both, but like generally speaking, like you have almost different casts in that sense, and I think that that would be really good because there's so many X Men characters. How many times do we have to talk about like? Who who's going to be on the X Men team? And who's not going to make the cut? Like, really, like a lot of these characters, you can do if you just separate them. Like, certain some of these characters can be younger, some of them can be older. And the older ones, side maybe one of them, you may have one or two young characters on the on the main team, but for the most part, it's going to be mostly the young characters in a TV show. Like that, I think would be a great idea for how I would do it. Now again, budget would be concerned, um, but I think like when it comes to the budget thing, like I think Marvel should probably focus on making one or two really, really big shows that are like Game of Thrones level and have that can have that kind of impact. The Last of Us, the Last of Us kind of impact, as opposed to trying to make four or five shows a year that all have big budgets. Like just make one or two shows that are like major, major events that everybody mm-hmm. has to see. And I think an X Men movie would be like that. Or the other part about yeah, yeah. The other part about this that um, that was, I think, interesting to me was a story, or excuse me, the, the, also from Daniel RPK, this idea that the multiverse that I think a lot of people assumed would end with Secret Wars because that is supposed to be the end of the multiverse saga will not be the end of the multiverse. And the fact that the multiverse will continue, and, and Daniel RPK said that uh, it has to continue because of Sony. So, um, I guess that constitutes perhaps there'll be some crossovers with live action Spider Man and maybe some of these villains that they've been doing movies with. I don't know, but uh, but the multiverse doesn't end with Secret War, Sham. Uh, your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, I think it's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's the worst thing. I don't really need. I mean, I haven't hated the multiverse as a concept. It's not something that I, you know, when it was introduced in like, you know, Doctor Strange and all the other things, like I didn't think it was a bad concept, you know, so uh, it being around, it being a thing isn't, isn't bad. So, so I don't have any issue with the multiverse being around um, even after, uh, after this saga is done. Um, uh, You know, I think it's interesting that Sony, is you know either the reason or a big, a big reason why um but i mean that's i feel like that's a little bit, maybe a little more complicated getting into the weeds of you know whatever agreement they may have in place and what their plans are going forward we i, I mean we're not sure what their plans are going forward we've speculated heard all the kind of rumors and all kinds of things i just saw madam webb which Oh was, God! Uh, how did that, how did that go? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it's not a great movie. I'm just, you know, which no surprise, obviously. Uh, no one asked for it. Um, not as bad as 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 the critics. It's not like you know whatever it's at now, ten percent, eleven. It's not that bad. Um, you know, I, I, um, it's not an action movie. I almost hesitate <laughs> to even call it a superhero movie. There's wow. no action in it. Uh, and I'm not even kidding. Like there's no action in it. It's very much just like a story, which is Madam web. I mean, you wouldn't expect there to be action in it. (laughs) So, but it's by, yeah, I definitely hesitate to call it a superhero movie. 
It's not, it's not great. Um, or, I mean, it depends on where you're going to see, but it's, it's not, if, I don't know. Was it, it, if you're a fan of superhero movies, it's very skippable, uh, in my opinion. Not awful movie, you know, but, but it's not, it's not great, in my opinion. But, um, but yeah, didn't give you, that movie didn't really give you any, cl- any clues as to what, Sony's planning. I mean, clear. I mean, Madam Web seems to be maybe, I guess, a character that's going to be involved later on. So, I mean, if that's something that a Sony stand or Spider-Man stand would want to know more about, then by all means, see the movie. But yeah, it's interesting that Sony is a reason for that. Um. So yeah, that's probably the most interesting part of this. But I'm not. Um, I'm not certainly not opposed in any way to the multiverse remaining a thing. I think it makes sense, um, personally. It's uh, I'm curious how Kendall feels. I don't. I'm, I'm kind of torn on this. Like I, I feel like in some ways, like look, like multiverses probably shouldn't really die. Like you know, we've had you know wars before, and 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 and, the, and what ends up happening is you know like we had secret wars, we had two. Um, and you know universes collide and some last some don't but you probably it probably is good to have other alternate realities it gives you a lot of options but i did think that there was some because we have these fox realities that exist we have the sony worlds that exist I, i thought there might be some value in kind of saying hey now that they're all under the marvel umbrella to some degree or at least in within the marvel canon that we could say, okay, this is our story, and this is the one story that you need to worry about. I thought there was some value in that, so losing that will kind of suck. But um, or at least not having that be an option will kind of suck. But at the same time, like I said, it, it opens avenues for you. So if you do want to bring back a uh, Tobey Maguire at some point, you don't have to worry about saying, hey, we gotta make sure we kill him off in the next Spider-Man movie or whatever. Or if you do want to do um a different universe's T'Challa or whatever, like it gives you those options as opposed to pick pigeonholing you into saying that we're stuck with whatever we create um within a one universe you know it's it's uh that part of it i think does make sense so i understand it from that regard what do you think kendall um look i think the multiverse like you said conceptually there's no real reason why like the concept has to be eradicated um I think it like it makes sense in terms of like from a story perspective, not like using it as like a constant crutch the whole time, like being like, oh yeah, this one's from the multiverse, and we're bringing this one. And like I think the multiverse, the value of the multiverse post Secret Wars is going to go down significantly because a lot of it is about nostalgia and bringing people back, right? Um, you know, post now I think completely shutting yourself out from the multiverse. I wouldn't say it wouldn't make any sense, but look, I mean, I have my own, I have my own ideas of what I would do with Marvel. And, you know, I think there's one major, major character that I would still bring from the multiverse. If I was the MCU and I was Marvel and that's Miles Morales. And when you mentioned Sony being a strong factor in the multiverse post secret wars, that's the one where I'm like, you know, look, I wouldn't, introduce Miles Morales in the MCU. I would introduce him in a Sony universe, whether it's that's Andrew Garfield's universe, Toby uh Toby McGuire's universe, 
or you know Tom Hardy's Venom. I don't, I don't, I don't. It really, it could be any. It could be a, a, a completely original. I think that there may be value in separating his his brand from the MCU initially, well, while value. still having the ability to bring him over. Right, and there was value when they did it in the comics to have him start in a different universe and then bring him up. Bring exactly, him up. because also like you're not setting the precedent. Now again, if you if you put him in Andrew or Toby's universe, it's a little different, but um, but you're not necessarily setting the precedent like he's Spider Man, but he's like just like a knockoff of like of a different character. He's just right. an iteration. Like, and that's not. I don't think that that's a terrible concept as well, but you know. But it's like, but the way you get it in, in, um, well, the way you can do it if he's in his own universe or he's maybe inspired by an older Spider Man, like, I think that could be more interesting than, and I just think the dynamics, the age dynamics, like, you'd have to cast somebody that looks a lot younger than Tom Holland for me to really buy that, like, he's mentoring Miles Morales. Um, like, and then you have to ask who you ask yourself who are you, who are you casting? We've talked about the James Smith thing for about ten years now. It feels like, and you know he's about he's got I think he's got like two or three more years. The past two or three more years, he's gonna be way too old. Like he, I don't know how old he's now. He's like the same age as Holland. I think he's like twenty five maybe. Like you know, by the time you know we hit twenty twenty six, like you know again he's yeah like twenty seven. I mean, yeah, he, he can't be he can't be Miles Morales anymore like that. And he's such a big name, like ago. like an actor, an actor being twenty seven and playing a high school kid isn't isn't unheard of. Um, yeah, but like but because like, it's, because, because we know who feel- Jaden Smith is, and we know, and we've seen him for so long, and we know we remember when he was in high school, actually in high school. So it's like that thing of like he doesn't feel like he's twenty; like he feels almost like he's older. He's been around for so long. So it's like you see Jaden Smith, you're like that dude's thirty. Like what are we doing here? Whereas like. You know, you watch a show, you know, you know Degrassi or some of these you know, Euphoria, and you got thirty-year-olds playing high school kids, and it's like, you know, yeah, I know we get it, but like, no one knows who, who that guy is anyway, so it's like you can't really tell. I yeah, I, I feel like I feel like we're in a different era of TV and movie making where we don't really accept that kind of thing anymore. Like the twenty-seven-year-old playing, you know, what's the name? Because McGuire did it. The who did it? It told me McGuire like a long time ago, you know. No, yeah, like, that was a long time ago. I, I, I yeah, think yeah, that thing is very hard now. And even that movie, like they kind of didn't play up the high school thing. Like he, they did like a th- right, one or two high, they did like one or two high school scene, and then he's graduating already. <laughs> like cause they got even they knew that he gonna get away with that, but for so long, like, um, so yeah, the Jaden Smith thing, man. He that man has facial hair. Like he, he can't, you can't make him. Miles Rouse. Right, like Miles Rouse is sixteen. Now, 15. if <laughs> now if he's like, could he could he reasonably play like the kind of character what you call it was Blue Beetle, where he's like post college, like you could do uh, that. And now again, is it slightly different? Well, post college, yeah. But I don't, I don't, I want, I like Miles Rouse as a teenager though. Like, right. I think, right. I I think that I mean, look, we we haven't really seen him get to that age yet, so it'd be different, but. I, the only I've only seen Miles Morales as a high school teen, college age student. Like I've not seen him post college, so that's right. like him being a young man, a young adult. I don't know what that really looks like yet, and I think it'd be it'd be going away from what we've seen. That doesn't mean again doesn't mean it's bad, but that would be it to me. That would feel like you're doing this so that James Smith could be Miles Morales when you could just find some other kid to be Miles Morales. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, right. So I don't know. I, 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 but you do make me, but those are, those are good points as well. When it comes to like, if they were going to do it that way, they could, they could just say, Hey, look like, you know, Jaden, you, you, you just will make him what's name. And like, it's not as bad if he's a lot younger than like, if it's Toby McGuire and Jaden Smith, it's still going to look like old guy, young guy. Right. You know, or like even no, Garfield, sure. Garfield's 40, you know, so it's like, you know, really like adult versus like younger, young adult, you know, whereas yeah. you do Tom Holland and Jaden, it's like, again, these guys, Jaden's like the same age, but he looks older. Like, we think he's older. So like, it, you really don't even, you really don't even get that same feel. Now, if you cast like the kid Miles Brown from, from, uh, you know, family, what's the, what's the joint? Blackish rather. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm thinking modern family, but uh, blackish. You, you, you cast that kid who's campaigned to play Miles Brown for a while. Like he's actually like 16, 17. He might be like 18 now, but still, like he he looks like he could be a high school kid, and it's not crazy. And you put him next to Tom Holland, and it's not. You still have that same dynamic to a degree. It's still, I still wouldn't do Tom Holland, but you can get away with it if you cast somebody that is like the same age as a mom Villani, you know? Right. But again, when you do that, you're probably not casting somebody that's a big name, you know, whereas like, you know, you could cast a kid that's in uh power, you know, um, place Tariq, you know, who's a popular, you know, young actor at this point. Yeah. Like he could play Miles Morales and that would be a really big casting and you'd be able to really sell that, you know, how, to, how old is to, he at this point? To, isn't he getting, isn't he getting old enough? It, yeah. He's got to be probably, probably early to mid twenties, I would think. Um, right. And again, that's that's where it's like, could he play a, a late high school, you know, kid, uh, kid? I think he probably could, but you know, I think uh, you know Michael Rainey. He's twenty three. I mean, like he could play Miles Morales and get get by, you know, playing a kid that was seventeen, eighteen. But you know, he probably could play. I mean, I don't know if I believe he was <laughs> fifteen, for example. But like, right. I believe he was seventeen. Uh, you know, you could probably tell me on that, but. Um, but yeah, like that. But you you sacrifice that because again, even my, Michael Rainey, he's only you know again, two or three years younger than Tom Holland. So it's like you put them on the same screen, and you're like, I don't know, I don't know who's old. Right, you Michael yeah. Rainey. You know, yeah, so that's which, the issue which, that I have. Which is why, which is why I think when we get to that Miles Morales mm-hmm. thing, it's got to be, it's just got to be a new kid. Like it's got to be a new kid. Right. Um, go go discover somebody. Yeah, like they yeah, found Tom Holland, like they could find another kid. They found Volani. Right, they found Armand Volani. That was an awesome casting. With, Probably one right. of the best casting Marvel's had in a long time, to be honest. They found Armand Volani. They found uh, Alakwa Cox. You know, yep. and those were, in theory, like it was probably a little, you know, a little harder to find, you know, an actress that's deaf and is Native American. You know that's like has any sort of following. So yeah, you have to then go and do really vast research. And they went and found somebody that was great to play Echo. You know, finding finding uh you know <laughs> a, a young black actor that's between the ages of twenty two and and sixteen shouldn't be impossible. That, that's, you know? <laughs> that's, that's not hard. I'm sorry, <laughs> it should, it's, it's, way, it's, be way, impossible. it's way way harder to find a sixteen seventeen year old Pakistani girl. It's it's, it's right. way harder. In Hollywood, you know, they they not the same kind of yeah. There's just not the same kind of representation. No, exactly, and it sucks that there isn't. There should be more, but that's just the reality of it. So yeah, like I, they shouldn't be. They don't have to rely on big names. Mom Morales is a big enough name. Like he, like just like they were willing to take a shot on Hugh Jackman, take a shot on 
a Tom Holland take a shot on some of these folks that ended up kind of becoming these characters on the live action, uh, Tobey Maguire to some degree too. Like they can do that with Miles Morales. Like he is a big enough name. That Spider-Man is, is recognizable enough to where we don't need some big name to bring us to the, to the theaters to see him. You put Miles Morales in live action, people are going to come. I think it's that simple. And that maybe it. Maybe that's a mic drop moment. I think that. I think that's it. <laughs> no, um, it, it, I was just. It, yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say like you know. Now, now again, I think the Jaden Smith thing obviously like that 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 would make a lot of money, and I think Rainy has a real cachet in the in the black community with maybe folks that wouldn't oh, normally sure. see a Spider Man oh, sure. movie. Yeah, that would be like oh. They got Tariq playing Spider-Man. Like, oh, I may have to watch this movie. Yeah, definitely. So it's like, while, you know, Jay Smith may not get all those people, like, he has a different fan base that'll see that movie um, and have a different reach. So it's like, they now, again, knowing Sony, and me, you know, Shamari, we've talked about this for a while. Like, you've been on the the Jay Smith (laughs) thing for a little bit where you were like, oh, it wouldn't be that crazy. And, like, Mm -hmm. knowing Sony, like, I don't know if they can pass it up. Like Mar- I don't think Marvel would want that. Like I'll be honest. Like they just not the, really the way they roll. Where it's like they're just you know trying to clickbait and find names that you know to 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 get people to watch a movie. But Sony absolutely would. I mean, look at what they've done with their with their. You know, they cast Jared Leto in Morbius. Like was was that great casting? I mean, maybe, but like it was kind of lazy. You know, it was like and, and uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson is is craving like. Again, not terrible casting, but it's like, man, like they're trying to break the bank to, you know, to, to for these for these Spider Verse movies. So, it would not shock me. It almost shocked me in the other in the other direction if they didn't cast somebody uh, major. Um, but it's crazy. As we talk about this, I just think DC is just sleep at the wheel, not doing static shock, or you're not doing static in general. But you know, not remaking the static shock, you know, cartoon that we had. It's just crazy. Trying uh, any final words on uh, on uh, the approach to this from a Miles Morales standpoint? Hmm. Uh, I mean, if I mean, I hear all you guys' perspectives. I mean, I I think um, I mean, I I mean, I I would tend to agree with EJ that we I I with with you EJ that we I think we should definitely. Uh, we should definitely go younger, uh, new. I think I think that would be the best decision. You know, I mean, I can see any of these any of these other people playing Miles. Um, you know, he's not. He isn't someone that I that I think is like, oh man, if you, someone that I think it would be particularly hard to play. He's a young, you know, black teenager going through stuff. I mean, there's probably a lot of young black actors that can play that kind of character. Right. So, I mean, I think it's, it's just a matter of in New York. Of, yeah. You can find New York you know that can play that character. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, I definitely think that's something they can find someone. I think they could, I don't think there's really any excuse not to find someone new <laughs> who could portray this character and portray it well. Um, and they could go through as many auditions or take as much time as, as they would need. Uh, to find the right person, so I definitely think it's yeah. something they should do. They should take their time doing, um, and 
yeah, we definitely look forward to seeing him interact with either of them, Holland, McGuire, whoever, whoever they decide. But, but yeah, I definitely, definitely think going going a new route is the best way. And how many times have have we watched these shows in recent years, shows and movies, where it's like, yeah, this guy's never really acted before. Usually, it's in TV shows, but still, like, and you're like, like, like John David Washington. You know, like Ballers was like his first real thing. I don't know if he's in anything before Ballers. It's like, oh yeah, Denzel Sutton would give him a major role in the rock. He can figure it out. And he was great right. in that. And now he's yeah. in, now he's a mega, mega, mega star. Yeah. Like and like you watch Ballers, you wouldn't realize that that's one of his first major properties. But yeah, he's fine, you know? Um not not to stay on the on that that, that power universe, but the show BMF, you know, the main the main character in that show is 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 the son of the of the guy he's portraying, and that was his first role. And, and Fifty Cent went out and and got that got the guy's son because he's like, you're the only one that can play your dad in the show. And the guy how had about, never acted about, before. Now he's about, now he's. A, no, I was gonna say now how he's about a big OJ, name. I was to say how about O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah, um, O'Shea Jackson Jr. First, first same movie, situation playing Ice Cube. Playing his dad. Yep, and he was excellent. And now he's, you know, now he can be in anything, and it's believable. You're not just like, oh, there's Ice Cube son. Like it's like, oh yeah, he's he's good. He's a good actor. You know, yeah, so it's he like in, he's in Godzilla. He's now he's been in a bunch of other movies. Obi Wan, Cocaine you know. Bear. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, no, I mean, there's plenty of plenty of actors. Now those are a lot of those are older actors, but like, I mean, we saw saw it in Mon Valani as well. Like, there's plenty of kids that can that get thrown into these shows at a young age that don't have a vast filmography and they end up doing a good job and they they're they're believable that they could be leading a franchise so um i totally totally believe it do you guys because there was a report that sony want amy pascal wants kevin feige to produce the miles morales character would Mm. you guys from your perspective prefer if lord and miller Mm. ran point on a live action miles morales movie or if kevin feige ran point I think for me, this is going to sound very hypocritical and probably unpopular. I think I would prefer it be Kevin, only from the standpoint that we've seen, we've already seen Lord and Miller do the thing already. So, like, my question would be how different would it be from what we've already seen? Other than maybe you don't have, it wouldn't be like a multiverse story, I assume. But, like, I've already seen them do it. So I don't always want to see a different person's take on Miles Morales. I know I banged on Kevin Feige a bunch. I mean, I was the last one to bang on him. You guys were on him even harder than me for much longer. But like, I think I think I'd prefer to be Kevin. I think that those guys, as much as Lord Miller done a fantastic job, like they did the animated version, you know. And I think that bringing it to live action, I think I'd prefer to see. If you're gonna do it, another live action, once you do it with different people, you shouldn't have the same people the same vision of the person uh, that is Miles Morales. But I will say this: I think Kevin would need to get a really strong director, and I would almost certainly a director of color to be with him to help with that casting. I, I wouldn't just make trust him solely on it. That'd be me, though. I don't know what you, Sham. Um, I would definitely want Lord and Miller. I don't. You know, my faith in Feige has been definitely been uh, tampered with lately. So, uh, (laughs) 
So yeah, I, I would definitely say I won Lord Lord Miller hitting that shit. Where where are you standing, Nicole? Uh man. Uh the cop out answer that cat can they both can they all be evolved? Um but I would probably lean Lord and Miller with the caveat that again he could didn't still be brought to Marvel. And Kevin Feige could still use that character in his movies at some point. But I think the original version is again Lord and Miller are, are, are you know directors at, at heart, you know, and they don't have to direct this movie at, at either. Like they could just be producers and you know, he said you find a black director that can make this movie and make it good. Um, it doesn't have to be Ryan Coogler. You know, you can find somebody else, but uh, right. but still, like you can find a you can find a a, a a director that that can make this movie and make it good. Um, but like, I, I I trust what they've been able to do with that character, and you know, and and I don't know if the origin. I think the li- it being live action is the sell, you know, and it, sometimes you worry about it when you have something that's so popular in animation, like, can it translate to live action? Right. And we kind of already know what's going to happen, you know, like, and then it's just getting constantly compared. So people talk about Invincible. Like, can you make an Invincible? I think they are supposed to be pro- producing an Invincible live action movie. And it's like, can- it's almost impossible for the live action movie to be better than the animated show because we already know what's going to happen. Like you almost miss your window, and it sucks because no one was going to make an invincible live action movie without knowing that it could work, without knowing that it could be popular. But now it's like you know you almost have to make it different. I think they, the the original creator said like yeah they're going to have to they like they make they're making changes to it because they have to because yeah the shop value is gone now because most people have seen the animated show. So um, Spider Verse is going to be similar in that sense. It's like yeah if you've seen all three Spider Verse movies, like you can't make it the same now. The Spider Verse movies are so off, out, you know, outside the box that making it more conventional in and of itself will make it different. But like some of the stuff with the Prowler and stuff, like it's like we've already seen that, you know. It's like you're we going to do that story again. But like that's the value; it's a live action. I mean, look, like, and that's so, why that's why for me, I'm not I'm not running to a live action Miles Morales movie. That might be wow unpop- unpopular. I mean, because <laughs> we have look a great I, great treat. I treat animation like live action, and I'm not. I know that might be other folks, but I love that some of my favorite. If I was doing just all my favorite movies, superhero movies, guess what? There'd be a lot of animated movies that would be part of that top five or top ten or whatever. Like, yeah. like I love animation, so like we have our live action, our our animation Spider Man, our primary line, uh, animation Spider Man that is Miles Morales, and he's awesome. And the shows and the and the way the stories are great. They're the best Spider-Man movies. Spider-Man movies we have at this point, uh, arguably. I know the last live-action Spider-Man also was awesome, but like I, I don't, I'm not running to okay. Now we need to just throw him in to uh, this one. Like I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I need him thrown into live-action, the live-action world, given what we have with the animated universe. I don't know why. I mean, I know why there's money to be made to do it in live-action. But I mean, when Amy Pascal said that, there's you know things we have to do before we get to that point. I was happy, so I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not in a rush. That's me. I'm not in a rush. If we didn't have a live action Miles Morales for 2030, I would not be. That wouldn't be an issue for me. Like, we we need to let some of these things breathe. Like, 
we about to get the third in this trilogy. Like, can we let this movie come out and then like grieve a little bit before we decide? Okay, we got to throw him into live action. Can we let Tom Holland get older or whatever? Like, you know, like something's got to match up to think for everybody, everything to work. You know, Tom Holland's still so young. There's still so much to explore with that Peter Parker. Throwing now another young Spider Man. I don't really get that. You know, now I I get I do like the idea of hey, if you put him in the uh, in the in, a, in the McGuire universe, or you put him in the uh, uh, Andrew Garfield universe. Like if you do that, I, that's better, and I I'll be cool with that. But this the talk they talk is like, oh, we want him to be with Tom Holland. Somebody, and I'm like, I don't understand that. Tom Holland, the, the Tom Holland Spider Man in college. Like how how why is he? Yes. How is he? How is he mentoring a? He barely knows Spider. How is he Spider Man himself? How is he mentoring another Spider Man? How does that make any sense? <laughs> It doesn't. And I, I, I think, honestly, I think the only reason they're rushing the Miles Morales thing, because they said it, you know, Lord and Miller clarify any Pascal statements about there being at least two movies they got to do before Miles Morales uh, live action, essentially being, he said they were beyond Spider-Verse and Spider-Man 4, which now makes you think that it might be the next thing coming up. Mm. And I think that they're really pushing this forward and we're getting all this talk now about what their plans and hopes for are for Mario live action Miles Morales. And I think they're pushing it because I think Tom Holland, I think they know Tom Holland's kind of a loose cannon in terms of his actual, you know, like interest in playing Spider-Man every year. And I think that they know, like if they have to do Spider-Man movies, like maybe it's better to do Spider-Man Peter Parker every four years instead of every two, you know, and instead have Miles Morales bridge that gap. And that could be that could be smart, and you know, again, again, gives Tom Holland time to breathe. Now, again, that's where I say I put it in a different universe, because then you don't even have to worry about Tom Holland. Like you don't have to think about where is Tom Holland at, right? Um, so, and then when they do eventually cross over ten years from now, it's going to be a huge, huge deal. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean. I I get that. And I think that again, if you do them in a different universe, that that would be the way to go, if you ask me. But I think that's gonna do it for this edition of Hero Talks. I want to thank you guys so much for checking us out. Of course, if you enjoyed this episode, you can catch all of our shows on the New Generation Podcast Network. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Tune In. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube as well. Subscribe to our channel, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast, and as well as Facebook, New Generation Media. Follow us individually on social media. You can find Shamari on uh, Instagram and Snapchat, MCShan22. You can find Kendall on Twitter, New Gen Ken. You can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, and on Instagram and TikTok, Action EJ. That'll do it for now. Thank you so much for checking us out. For Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.